Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... I actually met my wife on CatholicSingles.com, if you can believe that. Really? And about Yes, I had never done that before. Didn't have any problems with dating. Natalie and Aaron met on CatholicSingles.com after they realized that they needed to find someone who shared their faith. Meet other faithful Catholics on the original Catholic dating site. Download our app today for free. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.com. Dot app slash breadbox. Welcome to the John three thirty podcast. You must increase, I must decrease. Is a message John three thirty invites us to live. Incorporating this into our everyday lives can be a challenge. What keeps your fire burning? We have many wonderful ways to stay close to our faith, whether it be the Mass, spiritual readings, prayer, adoration, or the Rosary. This is Catholic Faith Life, and here's our host, Jason Nunez. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the John 330 podcast. This is your host, Jason Nunez, and welcome to episode number 97. I have a very special guest, someone that I'm super, super excited to speak with. I know I say that just about every episode, but uh, and I mean it every episode, but uh, this time there's there's real special meaning um, as to why I'm super excited, and um, we're, we're going to get to that. Uh, before we do, we're going to begin this episode the way we begin all of our episodes. And uh, that is in prayer. So here we go. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being loved, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being extolled, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being honored, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being praised, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being preferred to others, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being consulted, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being approved, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being humiliated, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being despised, deliver me, Jesus. 
from the fear of suffering rebukes. Deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being calumniated, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being forgotten, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being ridiculed, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being wronged, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being suspected, deliver me, Jesus. That uh, others may be loved more than I, Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. That others may be esteemed more than I, Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. That, in the opinion of the world, others may increase, and I may decrease. Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. That others may be chosen, and I set aside. Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. That others may be praised, and I go unnoticed. Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. That others may be preferred to me in everything. Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. That others may become holier than I provided that I may become as holy as I should. Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alrighty. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get to this week's episode. Um, And before I do, um, I just want to say, once again, you're noticing episodes getting uploaded a little bit more frequent than normal. Uh, There's a very, very specific reason for that. And I'll definitely reveal that. Uh, very soon one of the upcoming episodes for now just know that there will be more episodes coming here a lot more frequently and um believe me you're going to want to stick around for that announcement for that reveal as to why this is happening um but for now um let's go and get to our guest it's mr richard reyna Woo-hoo. All right. <laughs> it's funny, as you were praying that prayer of humility, I'm thinking from the fear of saying calumny incorrectly. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've done that a time or two or three or four or five or six or seven. So yes, uh, Richard, thank you so much for joining us this uh, for this episode. Thank you for uh, the invitation. I'm, I'm, I'm humbled and uh, excited as well. Indeed, as am I. Uh, if you can do me a favor and share with us a little bit about yourself, please. Sure. And it's funny how being on this side of the mic, well, not this side of the mic, but this side of the studio, <laughs> as I'm listening to, it's funny how we have, we sound a lot alike, the preparation for this and the, and the way you introduce yourself and everything you're doing. So I think you're doing a good job, although, is that pat on myself? <laughs> I'm made to be doing that on the back. Um, I'm a husband. Uh, I've known my wife since we were six years old. Uh, we just celebrated our 24-year anniversary on uh, Monday, January 13th. Uh, my wife is Julie Reina, and uh, my, my beautiful bride of 24 years. I'm a father of five. We we have one in heaven and four with us. Maya, who's going to be 20 uh, in February. Uh, Ava Maria will be 16. Actually, is 16 now. Elijah Joaquin is 14, and Stella Maris is 10. And uh, I'm the general manager here of Guadalupe Radio Network in South and Central Texas, five I say beautiful stations because they're 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 doing the Lord's work uh, in the various uh, locations. San Antonio, of course, with my big one, Uvalde, Kerrville, Fredericksburg, and Marble Falls. Uh, four of them are FM, one of them's AM, but they're spreading the good news over the airwaves of South and Central Texas. And I think that's the the. And then of course, I I love what I do. Yes, uh, it's, I, I jokingly tell people that I. Uh, <clears throat> I'm the perfect salesman. Like if I sold Kirby vacuum cleaners or whatever, you know, Hoover or Wind Tunnel or uh, the Shark or, or whatever, Dyson, um, and I use the product, 
and benefited from it. Uh, to me, that's a perfect salesman because he, he likes what he uses and benefits from it. Well, I benefit from Catholic radio every single day. I, 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 and so in doing, in spreading it, I, uh, I see the benefit. It's not fake. I, I, I see the impact it's making for the past 12 and a half years. I've been doing this and, uh, I love what I do. That's me. Excellent. Thanks so much for sharing there. So you work, you're the general manager of Guadalupe Radio. So you work um, really within the faith because um, you're, you're, you're helping spread the good news. Um, it happens to be through the airways, happens to be on uh, both the FM dial and also the AM dial as well. Uh, and podcasts. Exactly. And, yep. And yep. Facebook your Live show, yep. for our show my, with, again, my co-host, Julie, my bride. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your, your show on Monday mornings, Rise and Walk San Antonio, correct? Yes. Yes. That's on Monday mornings at 12 noon. Yes. Um, so very much your life is really, it's not a situation where you go to mass on Sunday and then you go to like a quote unquote regular job. Your job is in the faith. I walk into your studios and there's Our Lady of Guadalupe pictures and there's crucifixes and there's rosaries and there's holy water and there's pictures of Padre Pio and saints. And so you're very much immersed in our faith. What is it about our Catholic faith that keeps your fire burning, Richard? Wow. A, a bunch of different things. Of course, first and foremost, as, as our catechism says, the, the Eucharist. Source and summon sounds cliche, but, but it really is. Mm -hmm. uh, daily Mass is a huge part of it. It's funny how... If I end up missing daily mass, you know, because something gets in the way, so I decide to go to a later one, and then something else gets in the way, and I push it back, and, push, and I, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, wow, what, what's missing? Ah, oh, I didn't go to holy mass today. Mm. Ah. So first and foremost, that. Um, of course, my, 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 the state of life that I'm in, I'm married, uh, and I can just mention as I introduce myself, and I'm, I'm a husband and a father, and that keeps me going because, man, that's a, that's a, a good challenge in that uh, trying to live it out the way God has intended for me to live it out. I'm going to be talking all about me because this podcast is, is about me, I guess, um, <laughs> and hoping to, to connect with some guys out there. But uh, if you were to pick a, a, a phrase or a theme, uh, what dr underlying there drives me, it's, uh, we say it quite often at, on Sunday Mass uh, or, or daily Mass, uh, I'm sorry for what I've done and what I've failed to do. Mm-hmm a big one for me you know because most people uh, that I run into unfortunately live their lives with fear uh, with anxiety which is I guess a form of fear um, sadness depression other things but but being unsure of what they what they need to do and my, part of my daily prayers Lord please I, I want to do your will but help me to number one recognize your will mm-hmm because, uh, you know, a lot of people that have those prayers of discernment, like, I don't know what God, God wants me to do. And I'm like, hey, come on, make it clear. Because if you do, I'll do it. So not only make your will clear to me, but, you know, grant me the grace to get it done, of course. And he will. He wouldn't ask you to do anything that he doesn't give you, that his grace is, uh, won't, won't help you do. Um, help me to, to grow in the desire to do it. Because all of us say, like, yeah, no, Lord, I want to do your will. I want to do your will. But I really want to do his will, especially when it's really hard to do his will. Yep. Yeah, he gives you the grace, but on our part, you know, I'm going to have to do something. Meaning, obviously, it's not with my own strength, but I have to say yes. Right. Or I have to say no. And uh, it helps, of course, when you have that desire to do his will and you're growing in it. 
because everything else comes afterwards. It's kind of like the job that I got here. I say job. Back on August 1st, 2007, when I got the call saying, I, uh, I, did I get the No, I made the call. They offered me the position and I made the call. I was at, I had already quit my job uh, before and hadn't told them that I'd done so, but I was ready to take the job and, but decided firmly on August 1st, we were at Fiesta, Texas, and I picked up the phone and I called back to Guadalupe Radio and said, you know what, I'll take it. I'll take it because I knew God was calling me here. I'd mm. never at all desired or thought to go work for Catholic Radio. I knew it was coming. Um, and I would plan on volunteering, but actually working here, being the general manager, I mean, I'm, that wasn't in my <laughs> view. That wasn't in my future. I didn't know where I worked at. I could be retired by now. Right. Um, 12 years there, 12 and a half here. That's, you know, 24, 24 and a half, you know, I, you know whatever. Um, not so much retirement uh, here. The retirement plan is, is, is non-existent, but but it does exist, you know, in the spiritual world. Right, right. <laughs> uh, I, 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 it's neat. So I, I say that what I've done, what I failed to do, because I see myself being put in situations that, uh, wow, what do I do? I, you know, make sure I've gone to confession recently, which I try to go weekly. If I don't do weekly, it's at least every other week at the very most. And it's funny, on my phone, I have a, just a little notes document that I track when the last time was I went to confession. I uh. put the date there. It's funny, maybe it's a little scrupulous. So that way I can say exactly, it's been five days, 10 days, 15 days, whatever it is, since yeah. I last went. And uh, it's funny how when I, when I got a new phone and none of my information initially transferred over, I kind of freaked out, like, what? <laughs> but no, uh, luckily they were able to get it back like months later, and I was able to see how far back it tracked that I started uh, putting my dates on my phone when I was going. Um, anyway, so... so Love what I do. I was looking to see uh, what decisions, oh yeah, I mentioned, are before me uh, that God is calling me to respond to. Um, again, sometimes they're hard, but I look back to him. When's the last time I went to confession? Did I get the daily mass yet? Uh, have I been to adoration? And making sure my spiritual life is where I need to be. And then I, I, may, I, I listen to the Lord uh, speaking to me in various ways. And then I just go for it. Am I always 100% right? And I'm pretty sure I'm following his will, but you know, there sounds like there's pride in there. So sometimes the things, the outcome of whatever decision I make may not seem so good and holy, but I still have a peace to me. Because ultimately I still believe that God guided that. Mm. Um, and I want everybody to understand that. If you focus on God, you know, that's one, one the, during my reversion, when I, when I got it with this part of our, with our, our, our faith life, um, I know I remember telling God, God, you know what? I, I think I got this. Uh, if I make you the, the, the focus and the center of my life, you'll give me what it takes to get done what you're calling me to do. Everything else is second. Now, of course, again, I have to do my part. Like I right. mentioned confession, daily mass, adoration, and frequent the sacraments. Um, and that's how it works out. Well, good. Well, if that's the case, then I'm on it. Let me, let me just go out there and do it again. I'm making it sound a lot easier than it actually is. But still, there's comfort in that. Uh, like if you're in battle and your general knows exactly how to win this battle, you have to go here, 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 and do this and do that. If you all do what I say, you're, we're going to win this. So you just go with the assurance. And again, I'm talking battle, I'm talking war and so forth. From somebody who knows battle and war tactics more than I do, um, with whatever situation you're in, even if it gets really tough, you still seem to have that, that, that uh, patient, that, that assurance 
that you're doing what's going to, what it's going to take to get the job done, to get the test done. So same thing. Sometimes things don't work out initially. I was like, oh, I didn't think that was going to work out that way. And to most people out there, I'm like, man, that was a failure. I'm like, no, mm-mm. we forget all the good that's done and the people are viewing and take part of from their perspective in trying to get that task done. So if you run that race and you don't finish that finish line or you finish in five hours instead of four hours, still the, the, the people that saw you at the very end, they were cheering you on and maybe that you gave them some motivation because they saw you pushing it and, and crawling. Obviously, I, I, I did a half marathon and I didn't finish so, so well. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I did it and I was thrilled for that. And, but I saw how people responded to that. And right. so I, I, we can't ever forget all the good that takes place with whatever task you're doing, as long as the Lord and his will is your, is your focus, it's never a waste. It's like prayer. Prayer is never wasted. Sometimes you know, God always answers prayers. Sometimes it's no, but that's his will. And right. he knows better what's, what's best for us than we know. Because again, we forget, we don't, we don't look through our beady little eyes. We forget the lenses of people that are all around us that could be benefiting from it and learning a lesson and taking that and sharing it with somebody else. So for what I've done and what I failed to do, fires me up when I really needed it. When I always needed it, I should say. Um, and of course, living up my vocation as a husband and father, uh, definitely uh, are the icing, the cherry on top. I think that pretty much answers your question. <laughs> it's, it's very interesting because uh, at, the, at the top of the episode, I mentioned that I'm, I was very excited to have you on as a guest. Because I remember early on, and this is even m- months before I began this process of going down the road of having a podcast. So way even before episode number one, um, I wanted to kind of speak to some people that I would think could provide me some insight. So one, I reached out to Joe McLean, your buddy, <laughs> and I reached <laughs> out hack. to you. Yeah, that hack, right? The Catholic hack. <laughs> and I reached out to you. And uh, it was mainly just say, hey, you know, just want some some tips on interviewing. This is what I'm looking to. I'm thinking I'm I think I'm thinking I'm going to do this, but I just, just want to get some insight, you know. And uh, Joe sent me some solid advice that I still follow to this day. And um, the response from you was, uh, "When can you come by my office?" So I was like, "All right, well, I wasn't really looking for that, but sure." <laughs> so okay, cool. So we we after a couple of emails, we exchanged date and time, and you know, I showed up and. Gosh, we probably spoke for about an hour at, at least. Oh. And it was not until the end of our conversation that the podcast came up. Uh-huh. Uh, it was more of a, of a you getting to know me. And then, and then I remember you asked me why I want to do this. So, and it's the same answer as, as today as it was back then, several, several years ago now. Um, you know, I truly feel called by God to, you know, do this. Um, and after I kind of shared with you some more thoughts I had and what my plan was, uh, you were like, all right, you should do it, you know, and without a doubt. Yeah. And God's calling you Phew, what you're <laughs> waiting for. <laughs> Indeed. So it's, it's support like that. And me from the outside looking in now, I, I've kind of been able to peek a little bit behind the curtain, uh, to kind of understand what your day to day is. I'm sure my level of understanding what your day to day is, is about. 20% of really what it is. I keep inviting you to right. come park yourself here so you can really right. see it. But uh, in God's time, I'm yes. cool with that. Yes, yes. So uh, from what I've been exposed to, just just for, for you to, to know that you sacrifice an hour, really, to kind of to kind of talk to me. And first, get to know me. And second, 
you know, give me your support. That's really meant a lot. Cool. So um, I, I definitely want to say thank you for that. You're welcome. And um, definitely want to, uh, it's when, when I began to kind of put this idea together, I wrote a list of about 10 people that I wanted to have on as, as guests. And um, you were one of those 10 people. Oh, wow. So, and it's one of those where I... And you wait until 97 to get me on. Yeah, well, you see, I, 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 I tend to work better under pressure sometimes. So, <laughs> but yeah, but, um, so yeah, so it's, it's one of those where it's like, I kind of, I've met him once or twice. I think he knows who I am. Um, I'm going to write his name down and at some point maybe I can, I can, I can, I can get it to, we, we can make this happen there. So, um... I uh, definitely want to thank you for that, especially for that support. It's really, it's really meant a lot to me. Yeah, you're so. very welcome. I'm, I'm glad you're at 97 now. That's awesome. Yes. Look forward to seeing how many more uh, people the Lord puts in your path. Yes, Great. yes, awesome. indeed. I, I can't wait for that. Um, you, 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 when I ask you the question about what keeps your fire burning, uh, one of the first things you mention is the Eucharist, the source and the summit. And uh, that's, that's really... Um, an answer that I've that, that I give and that I feel kind of helps keep my fire burning. It's the Eucharist and the Mass. It's really what what helps sustain me. It's where I I get my my strength from, and it's where I feel like I'm at home when I'm in Mass. It's like no matter what what church I'm in, if I'm in Mass, it's like there's a there's a comfort level there that that really I I don't feel, you know, say aside from adoration, I don't really feel in anywhere else. Yeah, you're in God's arms. Yes, how I see it. Holy Spirit's got gotcha. you. Yes, indeed. Um, so I uh, just want to talk to you a little bit about overall, for our listeners who maybe not be familiar with the GRN, uh, we have listeners that are, there's definitely a following in San Antonio. There's a following on the west part of Texas. But uh, we have listeners across the country and for that matter, across the world. So for, for people who are not familiar with Gravel Radio Network, uh, maybe they cannot find you on the FM AM dial. Uh, there is an app. So they do yes. definitely have an opportunity to take advantage of the, the programming that you work so right. hard to bring. Right. Um, can you just kind of give us an idea of what of what kind of programming is offered? Sure. We know it's Catholic-based, but just kind of... Of course, a, yeah. of course, yeah. So we are uh, um, the EWTN, the Eternal Word Television Network, the, their largest radio affiliate. And people, I know the... The hierarchy of, the, of our of our organization says in the United States, but from what I understand, it's around the world. Uh-huh. So that's awesome. Indeed. Um, yeah, I know it sounds like prideful, but I'm, I'm very happy for us growing to 37 stations. Um, we were at, I think, 13 when I when I joined Guadalupe Radio back 12 and a half years ago. Um, again, so EWTN programming, it all comes out of EWTN. So we have, of course, the Rosary, Holy Mass daily, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, those mm-hmm. wonderful devotionals, the litanies that are out there. Uh, the divine praises, um, the 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 norm, the staples, of course. And I love hearing a good homily and listen to Holy Mass when I'm on the way into work or going to a meeting because it just keeps me firmly grounded yep. uh, in my faith. Um, it helps me to, to, to understand or, or take in the daily readings just a little bit better when I go to daily Mass, as I've already heard them on, on our station. Um, but we have shows... Uh, of course, they bring you the news from a Catholic perspective through Catholic lenses. Yep. Um, we have shows like the Pop Checks um, that help with family issues, whether it's raising kids, relationships, uh, all for theology of the body based. Um, they got something for everyone on that show with whatever challenge you may be facing. I love the tagline. Um, anxiety, depression, 
It's not from God. It's man-made. Man, people beat me up a lot every time they hear that, but they don't understand that uh, we're not saying that you made it on yourself, anxiety or depression or whatever else they say. But, you know, it could be an influence uh, from somebody else, another person in your life um, that that have made you anxious or, or done something to you in your life that it would have put you in a depressed state of life. And I love it because they remind you that Jesus is the divine healer and you can heal from that. And so many people out there don't understand that. They, they, and so many guys, they just think, well, this is how I was. This is what happened. And I'll always be this way. And I'm like, no, they don't even realize that there is light at the end of the tunnel. They're just walking. Yep. Like, no, it's there. Really? It is. Just <laughs> seek the right way. Yep. The way, not the right way, the way. He is the right way. Uh, the truth and the life, of course. We have shows um, like Women of Grace, so Jenna Benkovic, a buddy of mine, um, who who talk about all different kinds of things. And, and that show seems to be growing in more in popularity with the men. So every so often they say, real men listen to Women of Grace. <laughs> and that show teaches you a lot, whether it's things about the, the occult and how you should stay away from it, or, or Reiki or yoga, or New Age stuff. Uh, it teaches you the whys. And if we all knew why, we would stick to the good and holy stuff. And I love that. Um, of course, Jerry and Debbie with their take two, they, they, they want to get your opinion, your take um, on a specific issue, whatever it may be, prayer in your life, what you what your goals are for the year, all kinds of things. So it's more interactive with our listeners. Of course, Dr. Ray Garendi, he's a doctor, he's a father of 10, mm-hmm. all uh, uh, varying levels of uh, special needs, all adopted, mixed race, all different races. Um, he says all his kids will serve. Some will serve time. <laughs> Some will serve <laughs> others. But he's a real dad. I mean, he's, right. he's cool. He, we brought him to town one year as a keynote for our event. And as I'm driving into the event, he has two different calls from his kids. Okay, sweetie. Okay, sweetie. I know. Okay. It's got to be the battery. It's got to be the battery. But don't worry. Your, your brother is on his way. I already, I already sent him a text. He'll, he'll be there with the, with the booster cables to take care of you. And then, I mean, just like a, like a dad. I love right. that. <laughs> he's a cool dad. So he answers a lot of uh, psychology questions there. And a uh, good, good show. And then it's my favorite show uh, called The Communion with Dr. David Anders. It's for non-Catholics. Right. Part of the tagline is, what's keeping you from becoming Catholic? And he is incredibly knowledgeable because he's a convert to the faith. He has, uh, he can relate to people looking from the outside in and walks them through the process, answers their questions. And I'd say 99% of them are really, you know, why is this? Why do Catholics do this? So, and I learn a lot. Because I get asked questions like that, but I learn, oh, that's why we do that. Oh, that's where that came from. Yeah. Wow. Every so often you'll get somebody that calls in and just belligerent and just yucky. Like one guy who called in, this guy was just attacking the faith and just, just not cool, not kind, lacking in charity. But because Dr. David Anders was calm, he was cool, maintained his composure, uh, carried his, 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 uh, his self with, with such grace. And then he answered the question, the following day, there was a load of questions that were emailed in and people called in saying, because of the way you handled that question, you inspired me to become Catholic. Yep. I mean, it was neat. I was like, wow, I wish I'd heard that. I went back later on and heard it. Uh, I didn't hear it live, but man, it was awesome. It was neat. Um, so it's, it's one of my favorite shows. Um, after that, of course, Open Line, where people can call in with various uh, questions to different hosts. So it's not the same guy every day. Father Wade Menezes, John Martinoni, Father Mitch Pacwa. Uh, and others. So it's uh, Father Larry Richards. Um, good, good Q and A uh, show. And then we jumped into, of course, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, like I mentioned earlier. And then uh, more news from a Catholic perspective with Cresta in the afternoon, with more of a, 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 a an NPR feel to it. And I say it that way because 
Our station in San Antonio, 89.7, is close to the NPR station in 89.1. Yep. Right. And I, and I met about, about eight, nine years ago, a convert, a former atheist who's Catholic because she stumbled upon, and she, she, when she talks about her radio, she kind of does a little dial thing. So it must have been an old radio. And she thought she was listening to NPR and heard this woman talking about God. And, and, and again, this is an atheist. But she was kind of funny. She said, so I laughed. And uh, the more and more I paid attention, she, I realized she was a, she was a nun. Oh, I wasn't listening to NPR. She, she, her dial must have floated over. Mm. And that got her going to a non-denominational church one weekend and then another weekend, another one. And then when she really realized this was a Catholic nun, she went to a Catholic church and liked the message there. Went to another Catholic church and got a similar message in the same format and it clicked. And she was, there's a lot more details to it, but she, I, she told me this at a small uh, community around San Antonio. She goes to Our Lady Grace in Lacoste. And she said, I'm Catholic now because of Catholic radio. Wow. Because of listening to the, what she thought was NPR from this show. And of course, Catholic Answers, one of our number one shows. Um, and more call in. Uh, sometimes they challenge you with, are you atheist? Why are you atheist? You know, and they, they go at them and the people that answer the questions are crazy knowledgeable. And, and shows like that uh, in the afternoon, in the evening, uh, it's more uh, geared towards family and, and, and topics that are very interesting, like, like further news or, or when Father Mitch Pacwa does EWTN Live. Um, he, we engage people wherever they are at, trying to draw them closer uh, to Jesus. And, and, and that's what I love that we do. You mentioned um, the way... Uh, I think it was Dr. David Anders mm-hmm. uh, responded to that caller. Uh, I, I, I've heard something very similar to that. I was listening to Catholic Answers, and it was back in the Patrick Coffin days. Ah, yes. And uh, a caller called in. I forget his name, but he was from Texas City, Texas. That, oh, I, wow. That stuck out to <laughs> me very much. And I was driving home from work, and he says, I belong to this church, which is the, which is the one true church of Jesus Christ, and all this stuff. And he's, he's, it's, it's, you hear a lot of the same kind of calls if you will like he was talking about the number of books in the bible and catholic side a couple and all this kind of stuff and but it was he was being very aggressive and similar to dr david andrews patrick coffin and i believe it was uh tim staples uh sherpa david david oh. david serpa? vincent father vincent serpa father vincent serpa yes okay. uh so they were both uh, on on the call with this gentleman and they, they're like, okay, let's first let's go back to the beginning. Why do you say that this church is the one true church of Jesus Christ? And he gave his rationale, and they're like, okay. So and then they, 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 they talked to every point, and they remained calm. It's, it's, there's a special kind of grace that they must have to remain calm in those situations. Because it's, 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 it's very human to mirror the person when they become aggressive. <laughs> and it's almost like you can feel your body get warm and your blood boil and you're like, oh, if this guy's being mean, I'm not, I'm not going to back down. I'm going to be mean to him back. But they, they must have a very special grace to where they can remain calm and not interrupt him, even though he's interrupting them, and just talk to his points in a Catholic way. And at the end of that phone call, the guy was like, I think I want to become Catholic. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, and it was, I was like, I, I had gotten home. I had gotten home and I was sitting in my car for like 20 minutes listening to this call. And it's just like, oh my God, like, this is so awesome. And I was like, I want to pray for this guy. So they're like, okay, let's pray for you. And I was like, yes, perfect. 
you know, and it, it was just so awesome. It's just, it is awesome. It's uh, it, when you can hear those and you're right, you, you learn a lot just yeah. from listening to that type of programming. You really learn a lot. And honestly, that's, this is programming that I can hear with my kids in the car Yep. and not have to worry about what they're going to hear Yep. and what, what the message is and what, what the double meaning is behind what they're saying. And so is that why you preface today's um, podcast <laughs> with, you need to you know, get your kids away because you're going to be speaking with Richard Rain, that kind of thing. <laughs> okay, yes. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> So, but it's, it's, it's one of those where I know that I, I pushed one on my preset, which is 89.7. And, um, <laughs> I know that I don't have to worry about, about what's coming across the airwaves because it's, it's, I know it's, I'm going to be comfortable with my children hearing it. Awesome. Um, and good day. If anything, thank you. If anything, they ha they'll ask me a question. So it's like, they're challenging me to learn too. And it's like, if I don't know. Then it's on me. I got to go learn it and then come back and talk to him about the phone it. Give him a call. Right. Hey, my kid just asked me this. Right. Oh. Right. So that's, uh, that's amazing. Um, before we get to our parting questions, uh, I want to give you an opportunity because I, I know that you, there's a lot that you do. There's a lot that you try to promote, but, um, you know, number one, I want our, our listeners to understand that even if you're not in San Antonio or South and Central Texas, you can still listen to the programming. Uh, you go to the app store and you go, I believe it's GRN. You search for Guadalupe Radio Network. Yes, Guadalupe Radio Network, and that's the app. And um, so that way you can you can find it. Um, you but can the, search for, like for San Antonio, you can search for San Antonio and you'll find our programming on that one there. Now, uh, our, the programming across all of our stations is pretty similar. We have 30 English stations and seven Spanish stations. So the programming is pretty simpler, uh, similar, um, other than the local programs, programs that we add, like my show and so forth. So, correct, yeah, correct. Get more there's, there's stations in Houston. There's stations in Washington, D.C., uh, Florida, if I'm not mistaken. Florida, also. Alabama. Yep. Uh, in Texas, we have 19 alone. Um, then one in Clayton, New Mexico, and then three in Kansas. Oh, awesome. Kansas. <laughs> oh, wow. Dodge City. Woohoo! People in Kansas need to know the good news as yeah, well, right? Everybody so. needs Jesus, so. <laughs> yes, indeed. So I want to give you an opportunity to kind of at least promote what you have going on here in South and Central Texas. And, and I know there's a prayer luncheon that you're working very hard on, mm -hmm. and there's there's some upcoming events coming up. So I just want to give you, you know, a couple of minutes to kind of share with our listeners what's coming up, maybe something they may be interested in. Gotcha. You know, a couple of different things, you know, Folks are always looking to to win something. Those people are playing, playing the lotto all the time. Well, <laughs> right. we have something that's going on right now that's better odds than the lotto. And January and February are, are very challenging times for nonprofits like ours. So we've taken to doing a car raffle. And this being the 20-year anniversary of the beginning of Guadalupe Radio Network back in the year 2000, um, we kicked it up a notch. We asked our listeners and people that are on our, on our, on our uh, subscription uh, lists, our, our distribution list, there you go. Um, wh what car would you like us to, to raffle off? Because we've done a Mustang and a, mm -hmm. and a Camaro back and forth, and then we did convertible. Well, they selected a Cadillac CT5. So uh, that's a nice, nice car. And so we're doing that raffle. We're out of parishes and doing live remotes, and doing January and February, and the... And the uh, the raffle will take place on March 6th, on Friday, March 6th, live on the air. So we're looking forward to that. Um, that's one way you can get tickets from our website or call me here in the San Antonio area. Go to our website and you can find all my contact info. That way I get credit for the sale. Woo <laughs> but if not, just go to, go to the website, grnonline.com, and you can buy your ticket there or tickets. They're 25 apiece or five for 100, a little bit of a discount. Um, also, our prayer breakfast that we have going on, we do it quarterly here in the San Antonio area. I'm trying to coordinate our next one, so I don't have an exact date for it yet. But it's a way to come together for breakfast, business people, men and women, 
um, because it's Catholic radio, we're inviting everybody out there that's Catholic. Uh, but if you're not Catholic, we'd love to have you there so you can get a taste for what it is what we do. But uh, to teach people how to take Jesus to work that day. Gotcha. And every day, I should say it that way. Um, so we start off with prayer from uh, by a priest, um, start off with a, bu- and then a buffet breakfast. Buffet breakfast is over. I, I go up there. Do we do some, introduce a couple of things, say a few, make a few announcements. Priest comes up and prays again a little bit longer, 10, 15 minutes on specific issues and for the people that are there in attendance and their families at home. And then I introduce the speaker who speaks about 30 to 40 minutes really with giving them some, some takeaways on how to take Jesus to work. Because it's easy for me. I work at Catholic Radio. But how is it for the dentist, or for the sure. doctor, or for the sure. radiologist? How do they do that? Mm-hmm. And it, what inspired me was a couple of things. Obviously, they do this in Houston. It's very successful. But a couple of doctors, people in town, San Antonio, um, have a weekly Bible study at their practice for Catholics and non-Catholics. And that's awesome. They're able to bring Christians from all different faiths. And I'm, he's a deacon, specifically one I'm, I'm thinking of. And, and I'm sure he's planting the seeds of, of Catholicism with these people that are, that are taken, partaking of this uh, Bible study. So I want our listeners, our attendees to, to take, have some takeaways. And then when we're done, you know, the networking part of it, and I get up there and I say, okay, we got 20, 30 minutes. We have a roofer here. We have a computer tech here. We have a, a doctor here. We have a, a lawyer. We have da, 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 da. You get to know each other network and man it takes off i it freaked me out with the first one we did everybody got up and just started talking and and and, and connecting from people all over san antonio so i i intend on doing them all over san antonio so the first one was north san antonio next one i'm going to try and do it is west by san anthony claret maybe south east southeast southwest northeast all over so that way everybody in the area gets a chance to get to know everybody and help each other out um, so that's our prayer breakfast and of course our our benefit dinner um, will be April 23rd. We're going to be uh, hearing a great presentation by Father Ken Geraci of the Fathers of Mercy and uh, presenting the, the 2020 Fishers of Men Award to a beautiful priest, Father Will Combs of the Brothers oh, of the Beloved Disciple. Excellent. Um, exactly. Uh, I totally agree. And I tell people uh, he's one of my top five. And I don't mean to say that practically. I just, I just, he's awesome. When you sit in front of him and you chat with him, I get a taste of what it's like to be to sit in front of Jesus <laughs> right. way back 2000 years ago, 2020, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, and as, you know, he's, he's very deserving of this and uh, we're looking forward uh, to ha- making that happen. Um, I think that's, that's the, the pretty much the big thing. You know, we have our, our pledge drives every quarter that we do to get our listeners to, to call in and, and share uh, their financial support to help keep us on the air. Cause we're a nonprofit, but uh, yeah, that's the quick rundown. Excellent. Father Will Combs, he's, I've had the pleasure of, of getting to know him over the past couple of months. Um, we're working on a on a project, you and Father Will, and a couple other um, a couple other um, men. And um, he really, really, re- when he speaks, he really reminds me of Father John Ricardo. Mm. Oh, Just uh, yes. when, when he speaks, I close my eyes, and it's like the feeling I get when I'm listening to Father John Ricardo. That's awesome. And which which I which how blessed am I? I get to be. I get to be here, you know, and hanging Normally out weekly, right? You know, presence, weekly yeah. with not only Father Will, but Father Clay, who is a powerhouse in his own right, and um, along with you know several other you know like-minded gentlemen, you know that that time together that, that we have, it's even though you know some may consider it work for me, for me, it's time well spent. Is really what it is. It's it's um, you know, and with me and my condition, where my kidneys are, you know, it, it does take effort for me to get here. And, but once I'm here, it's like, okay, I'm good. 
I'm good. I'm good now. That's awesome. So, yeah. That peace. Yes. That's cool. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, well, excellent. So for those who are listening, um, try and download that app there. I definitely encourage you to do so. Uh, when you do select South Central Texas, that way you get Richard's programming. That way you can hear Richard's show even Woo-hoo. as well. If not, you can subscribe because it is available in podcast form as well. Yes. Rise and Walk San Antonio with Richard and his wife, Julie, as well on that. Please so. uh, subscribe to that podcast and my numbers can go up. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. And that's that's a weekly podcast as well. So it's with it, with it being a weekly show. Um, so we're going to get to our parting questions now. Oh, wow. Cool. So now, now we're going to know a little bit more about Richard. <clears throat> So if you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? <laughs> that one took a little bit of extra time for me to think of. But once it hit me, I was like, oh, I got this. <laughs> My superpower, it'd be to wave a magic wand over people for them to see that they're really both on the same team, but just have different perspectives. And I toss in there, of course, and to listen to the Catholic radio when I wave that wand. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that's the biggest challenge in our life uh, with everybody uh, in different states of life, different parts, of different locations on their journey, I pray towards heaven, you know, whether you're, you're lacking in your formation of the faith or been studying the faith forever and have these, all these theology degrees and everywhere in between, there could be people talking about the same topic, but it'd be on different sides of the, of the discussion simply because they're not at the same place. Mm. And, and, I don't, I, I, you can't say both be right, but that's how many arguments and discussions and disagreements take place. And I try to remind, remind people, hey, 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 the church militant, we're fighting, trying to fight this fight so we can get to heaven. Yeah, right. And not every position in war and in battle is the same position. Think of the old times. There was archers. There was a hand-to-hand combat with swords. There was uh, uh, people that manned the catapults. There was people on horses. You know, you name, different positions. In that battle, in that army. So does the guy holding a sword, is he better than a guy who's shooting an arrow but can pick somebody off at 100 yards away? No. We all have our specific position. That wand would be so we can all realize that we are on the same team so we can help get everybody to the same page. I'd love to have that, but but I don't. (laughs) So I do my best, of course, with Catholic Radio to try and get us to all understand that we're on the same team. So, yeah. Excellent. That's a good one. That's honestly one of the more unique answers we've received. So that's definitely (laughs) a good one right there. Um, Who is your favorite saint? Ah, I couldn't think of just one. I'm going to rattle off the names You have a dream team. (laughs) I do. Of course, St. Philomena. She had such a love for Jesus. Mm. And uh, I want that for every child out there. She was a childhood saint. And uh, my wife and I lead the Arch Confraternity of St. Philomena here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio. And I've grown in devotion to her for the past 13, 14 years now. Um, we want everybody to get to know her. But she's, I think, the only saint that was raised, that was elevated to sainthood by Pope St. Pius X, I think. Oh, I should know that. I'm just blanking right now. Solely by her miracles, because nobody that knew her when she was alive, there was no testament to her when she was alive. Oh. It was all afterwards, divine revelation and revelation uh, afterwards through her interest. St. John Vianney, amazing, incredible saint, Mm -hmm. uh, attributes all of the miracles that he did to her intercession. Wow. Of course, as she prayed to Jesus and so forth. Uh, St. Padre Pio was a devotee, St. Pius X, uh, Pope Pius XII. 
uh, in modern day Father Donald Calloway, uh, Padre Pio <laughs> had a devotion to her, and his he was born on her feast day, and his sister is named Philomena. I mean, you can look her up and see various, various saints that just had true, huge devotions to her. And uh, she's awesome. Uh, St. Teresa of Calcutta, one of our modern day saints. Yep. Uh, what I loved about her is how many beautiful stories are out there of her amazing work. Uh, it reminds me of the, of the little story uh, when there's kids picking up shells and starfish and throwing them back into the ocean because there's hundreds of, of starfish on the, on the sea, on the, on the, on the beach. And somebody asked him, what do you think you're making a difference? You look at these hundreds of thousands of starfish. You're not making a difference. And he picked up another one and threw it in the water. And he says, to that one I just did. Uh, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, St. Teresa of Calcutta. Uh, she's awesome. I, I pray that I'll be able to accomplish just at least 1% of what she did. Uh, St. Padre Pio, pray, hope, and don't worry. Worry is useless. God is merciful and will hear your pray. Your prayer, basically do your best and leave the rest to God. That yep. is very comforting. I have an image of him right behind my desk, yep. right behind my head by my desk, by my chair. And uh, he's, great, he's of great inspiration and, 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 and a fortitude. He was a stigmatist, stigmatist. He had yes. a stigma. And St. Jose Maria uh, Escriva de Balaguer. I used to quote him every Monday on my show um, from his, his book, uh, The Way. The Way, yep. Um, his great holiness, one of his sayings was, great holiness consists in carrying out the little duties of each moment. Whatever it is, and then one of his other ones, this one, another underlying uh, theme that I have is, and I'm going to top it all up, but it's the Rainer version. Whatever <laughs> it is that you're doing, if it doesn't bring you closer to God, tear it from you, rip it from you, and throw it as far away from you as you can. So what are you doing? Like right now, I pray that you're listening to this podcast and it's making a difference to you, and it's drawing you closer to God piquing your interest to learn more about Jesus Christ if you don't have a clue about him or drawing you closer to the teachings of the church which ultimately would draw you closer to Jesus and help point you towards heaven. But if you're doing something that's not good and holy, that's not drawing you closer to God, then you're going in the wrong direction. Stop doing it. Root it out. Tear it out. Ask for that desire to go away for you to do that. Ask that Holy Spirit to take that away from you so you can focus on everything. Everything is about God because you only have one shot at this. One shot throughout your life to do it right. Don't mess it up. Definitely don't, uh, don't mess it up. Excellent. Well, those, those are some... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> those are some amazing saints there. Yes. So, yes. So there's St. Philomena. St. Teresa of Calcutta. St. Padre Pio. And St. Jose Maria Escriva, founder of Opus Dei. Pray for us. Amen. Yes. Love it. Yes, indeed. Where's the coolest Catholic place you've ever That's been? That's easy. <laughs> in general, I say the Holy Land, but narrow it down, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, who are in this mm. church. And I had no idea what to expect when I got there. And I pray that everybody listening out there gets an opportunity to go. We were gifted the, the opportunity to go, so we went. And you walk in, I didn't realize that Calvary was in this church. The slab of anointing, which I hadn't heard about after, uh, until, I, and, until I was there, which is where they laid Jesus' body when they took him down from the cross to anoint his body with the oils and so forth and wrap him in the, in the linens. And then in this same church, off about 15, 20 yards away, in the church was, was this, his, his tomb. Uh, wow. I remember seeing Julie, uh, my wife, you know, sprawled on there. I was like, we got to go, sweetie. It's been 20, 30 minutes. Let's go. Let's go to the next, next spot. She didn't want to go. She's like, I could be here forever. It's true. I could be there forever. It is all there. To be where they crucified him, anointed him and buried him and where he rose from the dead mm -hmm. and to celebrate Holy Mass there twice. I think that's cool.
cool. I, oh, yeah. We don't see mass the same ever. Right. Um, and amongst all those, the, the, the Dead Sea, floating in the Dead Sea, and of course, the Church's Transfiguration, uh, Elijah, of course, my, our, my son's name. Um, uh, that whole Holy Land area experience is, is, was just amazing. I think it's really, really cool. Excellent. Excellent. Um, okay, so if you could describe how you live your faith with a hashtag, mm. what would the hashtag be? Hashtag wish I could do more to help. Huh. I always have to keep checking myself. Am I doing it according to his will, his intensity, his way? Is it making a difference? Mm-hmm. And is it enough? Uh, I think the devil creeps in there to make you believe that, you, that it's never enough. So everyone once in a while, I catch myself, is this enough? I look for that, for that. I actually close my eyes and I look for Jesus looking at me and a yes or a no. And sometimes I get a no and I'm like, what? And I go do more. But wish I could do more to help because there's so many people out there that need help that don't know, that don't know, don't know Jesus. And then you see that, that tagline out there, you need Jesus. Well, we do. We really do. And I want to make sure that everybody out there, that I have the opportunity within our listening area, because I think the, the, the statistics, the population of the areas that we have our station, I think is 2.1 or 2.5 million potential listeners. I want to convert San Antonio and South Texas. I want them all listening. So whatever it is I can do, people know me. I have a big old magnets on my vehicle so you can see. <laughs> I take them off from vehicle to vehicle, whatever, my old truck or my, or my pilot, so people can see it as I'm driving for what I've done and what I failed to do. If I don't do that, I could have, somebody could have been needing Jesus and didn't see the 89.7 sticker on my vehicle if I didn't put it on there. I want to do more. I want to do the very most I can and hopefully inspire others to do the same, to take the message of Jesus Christ everywhere. Amen. Yes. Amen. Woo. Excellent. And last question here is, uh, what message do you want to leave for our listeners? That's a pretty easy one. Love everyone, but especially love to an extreme all those that God has placed in your path. Cause like I mentioned earlier, you only have one shot at this. Make it count. He's going to put people in your life that you're like, I got to love that person. Yep. You may not, you may have challenges liking them, <laughs> but, but love them all and ask God to give you that grace to even the most difficult challenging times to love those people that he has put in your path. Because like your family, he put you all together because you were best suited to help get all of you all to heaven. Same thing with your family and extended family. Uh, again, with his grace, we can get it all done. Seek his grace. Love everybody. And love is an act of the will. It's not just a feeling. It's an act of the will. So love everyone as God has loved you. I think that's excellent. That's yeah. Excellent. Well, Richard, uh, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day sharing with us how you keep your fire burning for a Catholic faith. And um, I also want to thank you for opening up your studio because sure. we're actually recording this episode <laughs> in Guadalupe Radio Studios. I'm not using any of my podcasting equipment for this one. <laughs> wow. So it's, it, it's pretty cool to sit behind a, a, a studio, radio studio quality microphone and a, a radio board. Um, and it's almost like, wow, it's, you know, this is a real thing. This is what it's like. So that's, that's super cool. So I, I appreciate you also extending that opportunity for, for this to happen. No uh, problem. I'm even going to send you the photos so you can put it on. <laughs> right. There yeah. Proof. Well. <laughs> proof. Excellent. Excellent. 
Um, in John 3.30, we do find he must increase, I must decrease. Want to go? Want to thank uh, the executive producers for this week's episodes. Uh, that would be Dr. Jeff Vista, Mr. Christopher Lehman, the 2019 Men's Axe Team, uh, my brother Joe Nunez, and the anonymous donor who gave us a generous donation over the holiday period. And uh, because of that donation, uh, we're able to kind of uh, improve our, our, our setup, which we're working on right now. Uh, so that way, in, in the near future, we can start recording podcasts from a, a little bit of a setup that's more upgraded and more up to date, which we're very excited about. So thank you all for that and for your continued support of the John 330 podcast. Well, I think I want your old equipment now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, we're going to end this episode the way uh, the Nunez family ends our time in Mass every time we attend. And uh, that is by uh, praying the intercessory prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. So here we go. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl throughout the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Richard, once again, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome, Jason. God bless you. God bless you as well, sir. Everyone, thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day, and God bless you all. From the day I left in the womb To the joy of the empty tomb I know he lived and died for me heaven high above a voice came down with the dove this is my son and I am pleased he must increase so I must decrease and now my heart is open wide I must decrease so he can increase he is the center of my life He must increase He must increase He must increase Teachings for an Unbelievable World is a newly discovered work written by St. John Paul II then Archbishop Karl Wojtyla of Krakow, in the years just after Vatican II. This is the first English-language publication of this important work. In this hardcover book that Scott Hahn calls one of the greatest hidden treasures unearthed in our time, 13 brief homilies provide compelling teaching for Catholics in today's post-Christian world and give fresh insights into JP2's pontificate. You can get a copy of this important new book at AveMariaPress.com. Use code JP2Teachings, that's J-P-I-I-Teachings, to get 20% off your copy today. Looking for exceptional coffee Delivered fresh to your door? We have the answer. Our friends at Grim Bean Coffee produce small batch artisan coffee 
using top-tier coffee beans. The coffee is roasted when you order, guaranteeing the freshest coffee possible. Check out Breadbox Roasts, a new line of Catholic-themed coffees available at www.grimbeancoffee.com forward slash Redbox Media. Experience coffee like never before.